You're listening to another episode of the Zag Ekrasov here, continuing our series featuring our 2020 NLC Institute fellows. Atul Nakasi is here. Excited to catch up with him. Excited to hear what he's looking forward to once we start Institute in a couple of days. So thanks for listening. Let's get to it. All right. So tell folks what you do for a living. It's pretty unique that we have a physician in our fellows group. Uh, Give folks a scoop. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, I'm from Iowa originally, born and raised amongst cows and cornfields in the heartland (laughs) of the country um, and made my way over to Los Angeles about four years ago um, and have loved it ever since, calling it my new home here. And uh, so I work in one of our government run uh, public clinics in the Compton Watts area um, as a primary care physician. I'm on the front lines there. Most of the population we take care of is uh, very underserved. About 85% of our patients make under $18,000 a year or less uh, and live on that. And so it's a tremendously rewarding work, but also very challenging, as you can imagine. And um, and yeah, that's the current role I serve in. And at what point in your life did you decide you wanted to go into medicine? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, it's always been an interest of mine early on. I was very eager towards the sciences. Um, and I also realized like medicine's a great way to like give back. Um, in fact, I would say, you know, restoring one's health and happiness is perhaps the like kindest act, um, you know, a human can, can offer another fellow human being. And so medicine in very much, uh, many, many ways exemplifies that. And I think I realized in specific too in LA, we just have like two different worlds here in Los Angeles. Um, and that in our own backyards, we have a very significant underserved population, especially with cost of living increasing, um, the homelessness challenge, um, access to mental health services. And so even in our own microcosm of Los Angeles, there's a need for um, primary care physicians. So in specific, primary care was also very inspiring to me um, because you really um, build the trust with your relationship um, and your patients in the primary care field. And, um, and you see their stories and struggles firsthand with life. Um, even beyond just the medical issues. And so um, that kind of um, insight um, during my training led me both to medicine and to primary care in specific. And then I'm sure this time of year being the election season makes you long for home and long for Iowa. What do folks uh, not understand about that state and the role it plays in our political process? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I was very lucky to be in Iowa during the last, last election cycle in 2008. Um, at that time, a tall uh, senator, junior senator out of Illinois <laughs> was campaigning in Iowa and uh, ended up winning the Iowa caucuses. And so I think, you know, Iowans take their role very, very seriously. Um, it's, it's pretty incredible to like, think about, but the state of Iowa is smaller than the city of Los Angeles, uh, 3 million people in the state of Iowa. So they take a great, tremendous responsibility in making the best decision they can for the country um, and really intimately get to know the candidates. Um, it's one of a, a very surreal experience. I definitely recommend any political junkie to take a visit <laughs> up to Iowa at some point during the like uh, campaign or caucus season. But I'm excited to see how the results pan out here in a couple of weeks. Um, my guess is as good as anyone's. Um, and you never know how things shape up. I still remember that magical Thursday, January 3rd, cold Iowa night in 2008, um, when then Senator Obama ended up winning and the youth vote created this political earthquake, uh, tripling from 21,000 young voters to 63,000 between the ages of 29, uh, 19 and 29 years old. And, um, 
helped give him a path to victory for the nomination. And then he beat John McCain in the election and became the next president of the United States. And it started with a group of young voters in the state of Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Hey, listen, last thing, what are you most excited about with the fellowship? What are one or two goals that you have? Yeah, I think what excites me most of the people, to be honest, I think um, meeting like-minded individuals who share that idealism and uh, desire to impact the world um, is very invigorating. I think that's one of the leadership challenges our generation faces is how do you sustain your motivation and your um, your emotional support when you're tackling such challenging and grave crises and problems. And I think it's through your fellow colleagues um, more than anything. So by far, I'm most excited about just meeting like-minded folks here within Los Angeles that offer that support and motivation to keep going and keep the good fight. Yeah. Well, listen, we're excited to have you in a group. Thanks so much for hopping on this episode. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure to catch all the other episodes featuring our 2020 NLC Institute Fellows, get them in all the places where you find your podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. They're all there. Short and sweet episodes, so make sure to download those today. And until next time, we'll catch you soon. 